coronavirus wrote a song about it. Like to hear it? Here it goes. You asked for this shit, you know, I'm helping, I'm trying to help my niece with her online schooling, which is a total joke because who was a worse student than me? Nobody. And you have, they give you all these codes like log into Google Classroom and log into Oasis and log into Zoom. No Skype involved. It's Zoom now. Uh, log into Zoom and read these storybooks and come up with this. I'm like, these kids aren't trying to do this shit. They're just playing all day. This is like one big snow day to them. So, I looked at the last assignment that my sister sent me for uh, my niece, and she was supposed to come up with a story for class. And uh, I knew that wasn't going to happen. So I gave her my Suzanne Summers book, and I said, why don't you tell your class when you get on your Zoom meeting that you're going on a diet for the pandemic? Because, hey, what a great... It's the pandemic. It's a great time to go on a diet. I figured that's a great lesson for elementary school children. Well, that didn't go over too well, so um, that was next. I was overruled, but hey, can't fault a brother for trying. Does everyone have their protective equipment, by the way? Do you have masks? You know, they're pulling people off of uh, buses and trains now. Black men, of course. They're just ripping them off trains for not having, um, I think that was a bus, for not having a mask on. I was like, wow, that's a little bit of an overreaction. Not that any of us should be surprised at this point. But I have ordered several from eBay, uh, Craigslist, Etsy, the Silk Road, Underground Railroad, um, you know, just anywhere you can order them or get them. Some people are stockpiling those N95 masks. I don't know anybody who does, but I've seen a couple floating around. You know what's crazy? In a lot of the news sites, like I'll read the New York Post or the Washington Post, Washington, whatever the hell it is. Apple News. I hate that Apple News app, by the way. And you'll be reading about how there's a shortage of masks. And then in the middle of the uh, article, there'll be an ad for a clearly Chinese company uh, offering to sell you a mask. And so you click on it and it's like, Miss Lily's sanitizer and hand supplies and, and uh, gloves and masks. And I'm like, really? So we got to order the shit from China. I guess that's the whole problem is we depend on China for everything. So it's like uh, now, even in the midst of all this, we got to order some masks and wait like six to eight weeks for them bitches to arrive from China. I'm like, well, damn. And I'm not trying to fashion my own out of a jock strap, although that was a very cute uh, TikTok that went viral. By the way, that TikTok is one thing you won't find me on. I promise. Mark my word. If I'm a hypocrite, if I get on TikTok and start doing stupid dances, if it gets that bad, come back and throw it in my face because I refuse. I was late to MySpace, Facebook, which I no longer use. I was late to Instagram, Snapchat now, which nobody uses except me, you know, for my adult clients. I am not getting on TikTok. I mean, I downloaded it once and I looked around and it was just a bunch of sad looking. I wasn't into it. I think I have just aged out of. I need to accept. I've aged out of that. I don't care if Ellen DeGeneres is doing. Oh, and we'll get to her. But <clears throat> I digress. So uh, I hope everybody has supplies. Etsy. Etsy's a great place to get a homemade mask. Of course, you got to wash it and sterilize it and everything when you get it home. I got on the Instacart app to uh, order some Coke Zero, which I can't live without. No delivery times available. Ever. They're like, you know what? Don't even bother coming back. So I'm like, okay, well, there goes that. 
and I'm not trying to go to the grocery store either. So you know what? It really is a great time to go on a, a diet or start intermittent fasting or just fasting, you know, fast until the pandemic's over. That's my advice. Are you bored with my pandemic pandemonium doomsday talk yet? Okay, fine. Around here, there's more than just dresses in everyone's closet. The secret to life? Dance like everyone is watching. I won't settle for anything less than everything. Life is an audition, and honey, I am getting that part. You never know what to expect when I'm expecting. Break a leg? Not in these heels, honey. My life may not be a fairy tale, but I'll always get a happy ending. Okay, so those are the brand new season of The Real Housewives of Beverly Hills taglines. What do you all think? I have my opinions. Overall, I don't think they're that bad. First of all, everybody looks beautiful and white. I'm so glad they're back to dressed in all white. Did they ever do that? I don't know, but they look like angels. Except Teddy has to be pregnant. And they have Garcelle in a really ugly dress. It's so bad. Look, I posted it on my Instagram, at Pop Issues, so you can review for yourself if you haven't seen it. I forgot when this comes out, but hopefully soon. I think it's this coming week. The taglines are not so bad. Um, Denise's makes me kind of gag. As sexy as she is, you can tell Denise is going down. She's going down this season because allegedly she sent a cease and desist per Erica Jane on Entertainment Tonight or Inside Edition. Uh, Erica kind of let it slip. I know we saw it in the preview, but I thought that um, Denise had sent a cease and desist to friend of the now friend of the show, Brandy Glanville, for exposing that they had, you know, fucked or whatever. But apparently, Denise pulled an Adrian Maloof, sent a cease and desist to the production company or to NBC Universal per Erica Jane. And that's a big no-no. And as Erica said, she's like, why even bother? Like, that is not a battle you're going to win. So, but Denise's tagline, oops, my bad. Still got the phone on. I'm so popular. I may not have a storybook life, but I, I always get a happy ending. Ew, gross. Like, stop. We get it. You, you got your husband a handy J at the end of a massage by some old creepy lady. And that's not cute anymore. And by the way, if the whole, if what we suspect, based on the news we've heard in the upcoming season preview and the leaked news that Brandy exposed that y'all were boning while you were married to, to uh, what's his name? Your hot husband. Then why are you sexualizing your tagline? I'm not, I don't get it. Also, Erica. Break, break a leg, not knees heels, honey. What does that mean? I understand the break a leg is a reference to her being in Chicago, but, but not knees heels, honey. Mr. Girardi. Okay, fine. Lisa, Lisa always has a good tagline. Dance like everyone's watching and they show her swinging on a pole. Go, ah! I'm down with that. Um, who else is obnoxious? Oh, God, the worst, Teddy. You never know what to expect when I'm expecting. Like, excuse me, what kind of fool do you think I am? Like, like you're going to get in some real drama nine months pregnant. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to you getting into fistfights. I know they don't really do. They try and keep it a little classier on Beverly Hills, but 
the big drama we saw in the preview was Sutton Strecker Sutton. I hate that name. Anyway, Sutton was supposed to be a real housewife, like a, a main cast member, and they demoted her last minute. She even posted how embarrassing. She even posted on her Instagram uh, video of like a boomerang of the photo shoot with the holding the diamond and the twirling in the dress, like, oh my God, I made it. And then when the uh, preview came out, that bitch was sitting off to the side by herself, not holding a diamond. That's the worst. By the way, did anybody else confuse Sutton for Dina Lohan in the preview, in the trailer for the season? I swear to you, that might have been a better choice, by the way. When they're all sitting at what looks like Kyle's dining room table and she's like, Teddy, you're a little bit boring, which is a perfectly normal thing to say to somebody you've just met. <laughs> According to one of the articles I was reading, sorry, I can't cite my source at this moment, but uh, I think it was E! Online. They were like, Sutton came in real hard. She came in hot and she alienated a lot of the girls before she even had a chance to form relationships with them. So they're they're um, listing her as Lisa Rinna's friend and she didn't mesh. You know, she came in hot, like ready to fight. And sometimes that can backfire. And I guess it did. But Garcelle, what's going on with Garcelle? I mean, I'm glad you're here to represent. Hey, hey, they put you in an ugly dress for the intro, but I'm excited to see what she's going to bring to the season. The Erica Jane interview that I saw via Skype on uh, Entertainment Tonight, she was like, you know, Beverly Hills is a slow burn, you know. It takes a long time to get into the drama. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, we already know the entire season is about Denise versus Brandy, which comes very late in the season because I remember I listened to Brandy's podcast. I remember her alluding to it. The news we heard in like December, January, Denise didn't come to the final party. But um, Camille Grammer was there, of course, because the camera was rolling. So Camille, I love you, Camille, if you listen, which I, I know you are. Uh, Camille was there and she confronted Brandy and Brandy fucking hates Camille now. So why am Brandy have a diamond? Can she get her diamond back next season, please? Because... I don't know. So apparently we don't have a whole lot of drama per se to look forward to at the the first three fourths of the season, but I'm definitely looking definitely looking forward to Brandy versus Denise versus the world. And like I was saying about New York last episode, um, will this be could this be the last season of Beverly Hills? Who the hell knows? Will the post pandemic world be conducive to shooting a reality TV show like this? Do we want to see the housewives wearing masks and gloves? Is that a cute look? I'm not so sure. What are they doing with the uh, cities that are filming right now? Like I think Dallas and Orange County and uh, I think they finished Potomac. What about Salt Lake City? Is that in the bag? I don't know. But you know what the great thing is? I don't really care about those cities. <laughs> I heard they're doing the Atlanta reunion via Zoom or whatever. So depending on how that works. We can't do that with the delay. That's not going to be cute. And I want to see the full outfits, too. So we need full body Zoom slash Skype or whatever. I don't know. Whatever they do, it needs to be really good because I can't have a delay between Kenya and Nini going after each other. What about Below Deck? I was just thinking about that. Is Below Deck totally canceled? Who the hell's getting on a boat ever again? Much less. I mean, that's not exactly a cruise ship, but would you ever get on a cruise ship again in your life? First of all, I wouldn't probably ever get on one in the first place. I know several people who have. 
My grandma used to go all the time, back in simpler times. But would you get on a cruise right now? I know I wouldn't. Uh, a yacht, maybe. We'll see. David Geffen's yacht. <laughs> okay. There was one more thing I want to talk about before we get into Shaz of Sunset. Um, have you seen the commercials for And look, I am not a bachelor, bachelorette person. I don't belong to that club. I can't relate. Um, they're doing like a six episode special version of The Bachelor called Listen to Your Heart, where uh, aspiring musicians get on and fall in love and sing and like strum guitar and sing to each other and shit. And I think I'm into it. I think it starts tomorrow, Monday, the 13th. Wait. Yeah. April 13th tomorrow. Check that for yourself because Liz... Liz is in quarantine, so she's not here to check for me. The Bachelorette, Listen to Your Heart. I think I might be into it. I could get into it for six episodes, only because there is such a drought right now uh, as far as good TV. And I think that might be a good way to ease myself into Bachelor, Bachelorette. I'm not trying to, I'm not making a commitment for life to watch that shit because it's too fucking long. Just kind of like how I opted out a 90 Day Fiance and just watched the highlight, the pillow talks and stuff because... It's too long. I don't have two hours to watch. Well, I do. I just don't want to... Sp I don't have the attention span for two hours of Caucasian nonsense every Monday. Or is it on two times a week? It's on too fucking much. I already watched Sister Wives, okay? Ooh, I'll get back to Sister Wives later. Not that anybody else watches that on planet Earth or cares. Um, that's a little off-brand for our show, don't you think? Let's talk about Shaz of Sunset, episode 8 of season twenty and nine whatever it is finally this is the episode where reza and mj finally have their sit down their meeting of the minds at the restaurant we've seen this on every single bravo show when two people are fighting adrian maloof and lisa vanderpump in beverly hills after on the reunion adrian accused lisa of selling stories to radar online which <laughs> maybe not selling but a lot of things have come to light since then. Anyway, so this episode of Shaz opens up with Destiny, who, I'm sorry, I just never liked her. I never liked Destiny. I feel like she's she's really putting it on for the camera. Like, I don't understand her at all. Um, especially now that she's, like, having that fake romance with the new girl, the R. Kelly ex-girlfriend, um her brother from Vegas. It's just really nauseating this episode. But Gigi, who I do like now, Gigi is my favorite cast member, and I think they're all pretty awful. Um, but I like Gigi. But, you know, she lost her baby, which was so sad. She had her fallopian tubes ripped out. Thankfully, I think she had some um, embryos on ice. So her and Destiny decide to go on a filler date. Oh, guys, don't you miss filler and Botox? So, by the way, Gigi, I don't think you need anything in your face. You have such a tiny, cute, petite little face. You don't need to fill it up with anything. It looks... It, it's not great. You don't need it. Destiny... Okay, I'm down. Destiny's cute, too, in her own way, but I, I don't know. They're both getting their lips filled up and uh, faces injected. By the way, if anybody knows of any pumping parties, uh, slide in my DMs. So, before we get to the... Uh, drinks between Reza and MJ. There's this whole story about that we don't care about about Nima and how he, I mean, he's an excellent marketer. I'm I'm an I'm a marketing maven. I'm uh, you know I excel at everything I do with my gigantic. He gotta get them teeth redone. Nima, 
you're an attractive guy. You've got to get them teeth taken down a few shades, please. It just ruined your look completely. Like you were just on the cusp anyway. Like we better let you sit with us. Please, please have the, the teeth taken down a few shades. What's with people getting full veneers that don't even need it at all? I don't understand. I don't get it. It's a new trend. Kyle from Beverly Hills got it done and they look amazing. So I'm not mad at that. Remember back in the day, if you're old enough, Hillary Duff got her. She was one of the first starlets to get a full set of veneers, and it was very shocking because they were huge. And over the years, like her face adjusted, she lost the baby weight and everything, and she looks amazing. She's never looked better. But Nima did not need it. Anyway, he's doing some outdoor, um, what's it called? Boots and in cahoots, cowboys and cocktails on the beach, party. I don't. It looks so super lame and embarrassing. They're talking about, get the drone out. Look, anytime there's a drone with drone footage, I'm out. I'm out? I went to one photo shoot with a drone and it was so embarrassing. I wish I had the footage, but the photographer stole it. That's a story for another day. Anyway, Nima's doing this outside event and the other cast members, including friends of Shervin. Why were you demoted? Ugh. Does Shervin realize he's a gay icon? He is so fucking hot. Oh my God. I got wet just looking at him. Shervin shows up in like some Gucci slides or something. And I'm like, I don't care what you're wearing. Take it all off. Remember a few episodes when Shervin was wrestling or doing jujitsu? Whatever sport that is, I need to get into it. Uh, with Nima. Nima's like, I've been practicing jujitsu for, you know, 10 years and I have a, a maroon belt or whatever. And then Shervin came and just laid him out on the ground. I'm like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> Lay me out, Shervin. So they do that, and it's basically just Nima talking about how he's a great event planner, da-da-da-da-da. Okay, let's pretend like the show isn't your main source of income. We can do that. Anyway, we got some good shots of Shervin out of it, so fine. I can live with it. So finally, we come to the sit-down with uh, Reza, who is waiting in the restaurant, ordering uh, Aperol Spritz, which I still have no idea what that is. I know it's a very popular drinker. It was like two years ago. Uh, Chelsea Handler was always ordering those Aperol Spritz. I'm like, what the fuck is that? I'd like to try one. Anyway, so he orders that and MJ walks in and she's like, she's got that look on her face. First of all, Reza is already on the brink of tears. Like he's very intense. And MJ walks in like she's running an errand. She's got the look on her face like I'm contractually obligated to make this many appearances with you. I'm here to check this shit off my to-do list and go off to, uh, you know, Whole Foods or whatever. Mommy and me. I don't know. Who's watching the baby? Oh, that's right. She's married. <clears throat> so she walks in, sits down. Reza's basically crying already. So Reza, you're, you're telling on yourself. You know, I'm not on either one of these people's sides because I think they were both dead ass wrong. Maybe that's the consensus amongst the group that they're both wrong and they need to just etch a sketch, shake that bitch like an etch a sketch and start over with their friendship if possible. Sometimes it's impossible. But when you're on a TV show together and there's money involved, maybe you could make it work for the cameras. Anyway, Rose is like, you know, I'm really sorry, but me and Adam, we're going through a really tough time. And I'm like, are you really comparing your gay drama with... MJ laid up in the hospital, having all major surgery, ICU, just had a baby. And you're worried, talking about Adam playing fucking naked Jenga with Ali, Ali Ashuri, which why do I even remember his name? Like, come on. It does not even, it's embarrassing. And I think he knows it at this point because he's crying. Like, he's very manipulative with the crying. I don't 
think Reza is that emotional because one minute he's like, oh, I'm protecting my my husband. I'm protecting my husband and I'm not playing with you, Ali Sure, I'm going to fight you. And then the next it's like, I was just, our friendship be so much. I'm like, shut the hell up. And MJ's just got this look on her face like, uh-huh. MJ, or uh, Reza gives her a, what looks like Hermes bag. Isn't that the orange Hermes? And she, she doesn't even open it. She's like, thanks. He's like, maybe we could just start over or something. And she's like, yeah, text me. And that's the end of the whole thing. And I'm like, so what is the rest of the season now? Because this is, like I said, episode eight. What is the rest of the season? Are they going to be getting drunk together and going to, are they going to Dubai? Like, what is MJ going to be traveling with that baby? Very cute baby, by the way. And you know, I'm not into that, but very cute. So I don't know. Reza and Adam continue to be the absolute worst. The worst. Playing Nika Jenga. Gay folks out there, you know you have friends that are just messy as fuck like this. I think they're just embarrassed that it was on TV. That has to be it because clearly there was some kind of arrangement or understanding. If you got naked guys over at your house and then you're telling MJ and uh, Destiny and all these side characters, it's just a hot ass mess. In, in the, the big picture of things... MJ wins. She wins this argument. It doesn't matter what she did. If she was trying to produce the show from the sidelines by spilling some of your tea and getting other castmates to be her pawns and talk about you, that's their fault. She was trying to produce the show, a la Lisa Vanderpump. Maybe that's her mentor. So, Shaz's Sunset, it's a wrap for me. It better... I can't see how it's going to get much better. Has there been a super trailer for the second half of the season? Oh, right. Liz isn't here. I don't know. More Shervin, though, please. Okay, I'm going to be right back after I watch The Real Housewives of New York City, Episode 2. Enjoy this Ramona meltdown in the meantime. When I wake up in the morning, I look to the right, and there's no one here to me. I really feel alone. I don't want to be alone anymore. I really want to find someone. And I'm really kind of you will find it. I don't Oh, what a sweet friend to remind Ramona when she was crying. We all need a friend like that. I'm back. I've watched it. Here we go. I don't need to find love. I love myself. Oh, Ramona, you're so much fun to make fun of, but I do love you. Okay, so I have to say this is another underwhelming episode of New York. I'm sorry. It just is. Maybe it's going to get better. It doesn't look like it so far. Um, they're going to the Hamptons where everybody shames, uh, Julia. Am I, am I hope I'm getting her name right. <laughs> now I am acting like Ramona. Uh, they're basically shading Julia for having a tramp stamp of her own name, which I actually think is pretty tasteful. If I was going to get one, I think, yeah, get your own name. At least it's not a, a dolphin flying over a flaming soccer ball, which is one I have actually seen in high school. Some girl had that. But the best is um, Sonia. 
Like, oh, ew, ew, tattoos are disgusting. Ew, I wouldn't date a man with a tattoo. I'm like, bitch, we've seen you shit your pants on multiple occasions on TV, fall down flights of stairs, your tooth has flown out, you fuck some guy in the in a bushes on an island, the pirate, and I think that was supposed to be anal too, right? Wasn't that anal? Allegedly. Um, don't try me. I got Gloria all right on speed dial. So they're all at uh, Ramona's Hampton's house. And of course, there's people complaining. Uh, Luann's complaining about having the basement room, which looks really fantastic, to be honest. It has its own, like, she has all her own space. Like, I, I would take the basement. Put me down there. Your own bathroom, your own um, uh, TV area. And she's like, oh, trying to, trying to figure out the remote controls all flustered. Like, oh, I thought I was going to have the best room. Like, what is that? I always thought it was like a joke, but like Luann is really concerned about not getting the best room. You know what? I just realized I've been calling Leah Julia this entire time. This and the last episode. Oops, my bad. I guess she hasn't made that big of an impression. Damn, this episode is boring. I can't go through it. Anyway, Leah, the bottom line is Leah, Julia, whoever the hell she is, um, gets into a little tiff with Dorinda because... Look, Dorinda is very rich and very stressed out because uh, Bluestone Manor in the Berkshires has flooded, so she has to do all these renovations. It looks like the basement. I don't know. She's so stressed out. My favorite quote was, you know, I have to take care of the renovations at Bluestone Manor and deal with my regular life. And I'm like, what's your regular life again? Like, (laughs) filming the show and putting up with John when he stops by for a booty call every once in a while. No judgment. I mean, if that's your life, that's fine. Getting drunk at noon. I don't know. Dorinda, (laughs) we all know how she is when she's had a couple drinks. She's mean. She's fucking mean. But she's great TV, so I hope she never leaves. So that's kind of where the episode ends, I guess. Um, Why rehash it? Oh, I wanted to say, have you guys seen the cover of The Inquirer? Meghan Markle's Hollywood dream exploded. I love that they use the word exploded. (laughs) I can't wait to read the article. Um, I was just talking about this on the last episode, how fantastic it is that she forced Harry to leave the royal family and come over here and start a hand sanitizer line and play the voice of an elephant in Disney. Basically be Dumbo. Meghan Markle as Dumbo. Oh, how dreadful.gif. So I'm looking forward to reading that. I don't know how I'm going to get my hands on a National Enquirer that's not been contaminated with the virus, but I'm going to get one, goddammit. Anyway, I have so much more to bitch about. Maybe tomorrow? I think tomorrow. Tomorrow or Tuesday at the latest. So please subscribe, leave a review, hit that little five stars, do something to help me. Help me! These are troubling times. This might have to be a career, okay? So please help. (laughs) So I'm going to end the episode here, but happy Easter if you're a Christian to our Christian friends, and happy Passover. Hope everybody is on their knees. I'm on mine right now. I love you, boo. Holla. (laughs) Holla.